1: And here we go. You and I are listening to TDL on silverandblackpride.com. This play used to be Humber Run with Hunter Rugs, and we got Darren Waller on the choice route, Hunter Rugs on the shallow. But I want you guys to watch Tyron Matthew here, okay?
0: You see the ball is out here. He's breaking the ball. I think if he got a little closer.
1: Everybody we are back it is taped on lie it's your favorite is podcast favorite channel favorite raiders everything we are back you guys already know the to do hit the subscribe button subscribe 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 if you like it hit the like button if you dislike it hit the dislike button if you want to leave a comment leave a comment if you don't want to leave a comment go ahead and um you know leave a comment anyways we don't care go ahead and do that as well um you guys are going to do it with us too, but make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL for me and at BD Williams 18. Right? So uh, uh, we are back, guys. Um, you know, doing some. I uh, just got back from the Senior Bowl. You know what I'm saying? We just, you know, grinded this Patrick Graham and Josh McDaniels offense uh, type of stuff. So we've been on it, guys. Just been grinding this stuff out, kind of giving you guys some idea of what's going to be going on here um next this season right so um you know uh cliff branch first you want to say congratulations cliff branch made the hall of fame
0: okay there you go yeah I congratulations
1: just saw cliff branch uh you know long overdue for him to make the hall of fame you know i always say if lynn swan should have made it cliff branch should have made it probably the same year so uh you know for cliff sure. branch made it so we're excited about that um like I said, long time coming, guys, long time coming. That's on that, BD, Cliff Branch making
0: it in. What's yeah, it? you know, um, I mean, as far as I understand, he revolutionized the game. You know, he helped revolutionize the game, uh, changed the forward pass being like a, a series. Like, this is how you move the ball. It's not just like a trick play. It's not like a gimmick. Like, this is legit. You know, um, yeah, he, 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 he definitely set the game forward. And that's what the Hall of Fame is for, is for: people who changed the game, innovated the game, and, you know, changed how the game is played. You know, there wasn't, there wouldn't be a Randy Moss without Cliff Branch. There wouldn't be Jamar Chase right now without Cliff Branch, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I definitely agree that um, it's a long time coming. He should have been in, just like call it Lin Swan, for sure. You know, I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah, I mean. In
1: one didn't have as many. I think Lincecum had like that three, like three hundred catches or some stupid crap like that. He has four Super Bowls. Everybody they just put everybody's yeah. in because he has four, four Super
0: Bowls. So. yeah, all those all those Steelers are in. <laughs> all- they won like they won like four Super Bowls in the seventies or something like that, right? Yeah, I and
1: mean, that's all that's all you really care about. Um, yeah, the Super Bowls and how many you won with uh, football. So uh, Cliff Branch, you got in. Um, I, I guess do we count Richard Seymour? Does Richard Seymour count as a Raider? This is uh, a baseball. once
0: a Raider. He was a great Raider when he was yeah. a Raider. So yeah, I've got to count Richard Seymour. Count I'm sure Richard he'll Seymour. talk about the Raiders, you know, yeah, briefly. Sure. And, and but obviously he's going to going in as a Patriot. You know, like that's what everyone's going to remember him. That's when his prime was, and he mm-hmm. won super, like you saying, won the championships as a Patriot. But uh, those were Richard Seymour, Tommy Kelly, that, those are great defensive lines. Okay, that's yeah. when I like first started really like crunching the tape. You know, grinding the tape was when I, watching those guys. Okay, Tommy Kelly and Richard Seymour. Uh, right. Yeah, I love Richard Seymour.
1: Yeah, uh, Richard Seymour, is a legend, definitely. Surprised he made it over to Marcus Ware, but uh, that was interesting. But, uh, they had to get Leroy Butler in. He was in a long time. They had to get Leroy in. No wide receivers made it this time, too, either. No Reggie Waynes, no. That was interesting. Not a, not a single wide receiver. Oh, but I, got Cliff, I mean, Cliff Branch is a senior candidate, though. But, I mean, there's no, like, uh, you know, kind of the newer guys that are eligible that I know of, so, um, but, you know, well, I said, we're here to talk about, uh, the pa- not the Patriots, but the Patriots are coming to Las Vegas, and that's what we're here to talk about today, guys, uh, so we'll be going over uh, offense and defense, um, looking at uh, Josh McDaniels, offense or what i would say erhart perkins offense it isn't josh mcdaniel's it is uh rate uh ray perkins and i forgot the other gayest guy's name josh just calls the plays. it's not his offense at all he just learned it he just calls the plays for it i mean it's just like you know it's like bill you know anybody calling the west coast offense you know comes from bill walsh but from this point it's not the merry variations as like the west coast like there's a there's you know Gruden's West Coast, there's the traditional, there's Andy Reid's, there's, you know, um, whatever Shanahan's doing now, whatever Mike Shanahan did, whatever Holmgren did, you know, there's a whole bunch of West Coast offenses, there's only one Aaron Hart Perkins, I mean, it's all, it really doesn't variations, the movements are still the same, everything's kind of the same on any level that you use it on, so Alabama uses it, so you watch Alabama, they're doing Hart Perkins, the Texans have been doing it for years, the Patriots, of course, and then Peyton Manning. Adam Gase, the Jets. So um, it's not used that much because it's really difficult <laughs> from from a, a standpoint of like learning everything. Not for wide receivers as much. I think wide receivers is pretty easy. I think wide receivers should pick that pick it up. But um, quarterbacks. Let me, let
0: me ask you this about Eric yeah. Perkins. I mean, you know, with the Eric Perkins. Obviously, it doesn't have as big of a tree. So, like you're saying, there's not as many variations. I mean, besides Bill O'Brien, you said Adam Gase and then Josh McDaniels. So it's like the three guys that run Erhard Perkins in the NFL, right? That's it, other than those guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, nobody really does Hart Perkins anymore. I mean, that Bill O'Brien. Um, I mean, the, the Texans were doing it over there for a while. Um, uh, so, there's Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. I mean, Sam Darnold, Ryan Tannehill for a little bit. I um, mean, even Deshaun Watson was running it on Houston. Um, so it, it, it's not really that many guys. There's way more West Coast and way more. I mean, everything's West Coast these days. I mean, the whole West Coast offense is basically every offense in the NFL. Almost almost every single one that I can think of. They all run so the same what's though. the
0: biggest difference then between West Coast and this Earhart Perkins?
1: Uh, I think Earhart Perkins is a couple of things. Earhart Perkins is simpler to learn. So Uh, I'm going to go over some of these things, too. But a lot of the routes and the route combinations are one word. So, like, goose means two routes together on the same side. Um, They have a lot of things like their basketball teams, like Cleveland is a three-man concept, three-by-one, and it's a three-man concept. You hear Cleveland as a wide receiver, and, okay, I'm the Z, you already know what to do if if you're, you know, the playbook. So, you know, it makes makes you uh, play faster, too, in two minutes so i mean if i'm yelling cleveland 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 goose cleveland goose this guy side knows how to do Goose, this side knows how to do cleveland and then we're good we could just go or i can say um a couple of things that you know i, I actually got pulled up here so a couple of like their their checks they call it nascar when they do it you know they, they got they got this name that's crazy stuff like um they got their bunker ohio it's called jack nicholas because of bunkers in golf um they got their Ozzy Snow, which I think is kind of funny, which is kind of a play on cocaine in Ozzy Osbourne. And they call it Osbourne. <laughs> That's their check for that. Ozzy Snow. It's kind of funny. Uh, and then like, you know, Dragon Gotti, Godzilla, uh, you know, Yogi Bear is there Yogi, Illinois it's called Yogi Bear. So they say they got uh, their Hot F Jazz. It's summertime. And uh, my favorite one is the D slant, which I think is just the biggest shade in the world, is Drew Brees. So that's slant flat. They call that Drew Brees. <laughs> Tom Brady can with that one.
0: That's hilarious. <laughs> so so
1: yeah, yeah, it's simpler like that. I think simple for, for, for quarterbacks. It's not simple. I'll say that. You got you to be on the same page as your receivers. If you're not, um, you're going to be in trouble you're going to be something that's
0: interesting that what you were talking about uh, i really find interesting just like thinking about football and looking at playbooks and stuff like that yeah um you know you're talking about a one-word concept right Mm -hmm. and like they hear that concept the the play is packaged together you learn a concept right yeah Uh A one word concept you know what you're supposed to do right so that makes the that makes the thinking a little easier Right. uh, For some people, Mm -hmm. when you compare it to a West Coast play call and every single person has their, you know, route and their assignment, like it's these huge play calls. right? it's like a sentence long play call. Right. Mm -hmm. And so at that point, you don't have to, like, think as much. Right. as, As you might in an Earhart Perkins, like, you know what to do, like the play call literally tells you exactly what to do right Mm -hmm. you don't have to be like oh am i the inside guy am i the outside no no play call is telling you what to do in a west coast scheme whereas this well you have to like know what what to do you have to understand like both uh positions or all three wide receiver positions you know yeah um so i do think that while it's easier as a play caller maybe a little bit easier as a quarterback to get those plays out Mm -hmm. like you're saying two minute drills especially at the line of scrimmage but it does require like you're saying a more of a mental load for the receivers, even though maybe a little easier for on the play calling and all those logistics.
1: Yeah, it, it, it requires a lot of thinking of the receivers because every like route has an adjustment. Which I, I mean, I'm, maybe I'll just share the screen. I could just show you guys some of the stuff because um, I got this playbook up. of anyways, and I can kind of show you. Um, let me just share this. Let me just do this. make this interactive. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys see it? So where gonna go? Let's do this. 294. All right, so you can kind of see some of the things and like some of the adjustments they got. So, like if you got press, you know, you might run a seam instead of the wheel here, right? And you got Hoffa, which is wheel and comeback, right? But it's a locked comeback. But then if it's a different separate cartridge, you might run a juke route. Right. And then like every single, every single time you are pressed, <laughs> you run a wheel <laughs> or a fade. Every single time. Doesn't matter. Unless it's, a, unless it's locked, which they call it, unless it's a lock route, you run a fade. Then you got like, I'm gonna go over this play, uh, goose, right? So you got goose snow here. You can see if it's middle of the field open, you go inside. If it's middle of the field closed, you stay outside. Right. And you have to know these things. Um, because if you don't, then you're gonna be messing everything up. Right. Just like some of these, same here, goose snow, same thing. So, I mean, it's a lot, right? And the option routes, none of them go outside. So, it's it's a lot of stuff, man. It's not this, it's just not your average um, wide receiver type of routes. And it's funny watching Alabama, man, watching college kids try to do it. I mean, they'd be messing up all the time, you know, press because when you have press coverage, and some of them is like you. It's in the playbook. They're pressing you. You run a fade, right? If they're off, you run the actual route. But if they're pressing you, you run a fade. So, you know, you have Bryce Young expecting a fade. He sees press and he's throwing it into the end zone. The guy's does a stop, running the original play. You know, um, it's, it's that's what it's more about. It's more about being on the same page with uh, your wide receivers, and um, it's 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 complex. It could be super complex a little bit. So, yeah, but
0: yeah great um that's football you know what i'm saying the best teams do that kind of stuff yeah. you know what I'm um mm-hmm. so i think it's great that it's you know kind of built into the playbook i think the other great thing about it is look at hunter renfro he's mm-hmm. got this huge catalog now crash course on the west coast offense like he mastered it basically okay you yeah. saw the strides that he took each year he just got better and better and better you know um and now he's going to be able to get with Josh McDaniels and get into this, where it's like, this is super heavy on you. You have to be on the same page with the quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's why I think you saw like these great, these great connections that Tom Brady had with various wide receivers throughout yeah. the, you know, it's not just, you, everyone says it was Julian Edelman, but it was like, before that, um, it was Wes Welker. And before that it was, uh who's the, who's the wide receiver that they switched to corner that one year? Uh, Troy Brown. Troy Brown. Before that it was Troy Brown, you know? So yeah. like, Javar Gaffney, like you name it, like he's had a great connection with these guys. And, um, you know, it, it, it comes from you see something as a as a wide receiver and your quarterback sees it and you guys don't even have to look at each other. You're on the same page with yeah. where you're going, you know, um, and that's like the most exciting kind of football to watch. So I'm excited to see how this unfolds for sure.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's just super detailed, you know, um, you know, when you go over like West Coast playbooks, it's not as detailed like in routes as I mean, I'm sure maybe some are, but like, <laughs> you could tell that they're like, you do not mess up this route. You like, there's a lot of like, don't drift, you know, <laughs> like in capitals, you know what I mean? Like you can't drift it. Don't cheat. Like sometimes when you cause they have a lot of routes that kind of go up. Then they, they, uh, you know, they slant in and then they go up and then they dig and they tell you like, don't cheat. Don't like drift this. You got to make sure that you sell the dig. You sell that go or it's not going to work. So, um, it's going to be interesting to see how this goes, but I I, I think I think that it's going to be a uh, I think it's going to work though because I'm I'm sure that you know the rays are the rays ran this before, so that's the interesting part. So why don't you uh, why
0: don't you just jump into it? Let's do okay. it. Let's, Let's do go it. through this right now. Okay. I'm going to send it to commercial uh, break, and then uh, we'll come back in 15 seconds. All right, gotcha. You. Hey, you fellas, this episode of Tape Don't is brought to you by our favorite producers of grooming tools, Manscaped. The global leaders in below-the-waist grooming are leaving 2021 with a new product. Clean yourself into the new year with their ultra-premium body wash. Also, special offer alert. Use the code TDL for 20% off, plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Four million men already trust Manscaped. Time to join them. All right. Let's get this going.
1: Oh, man, this thing bounces. That's, that's so stupid. All right. Um, we got a little problem here. This thing bounces audio. <laughs> so You might have to go first, BD. Like this
0: bounced up. Okay, um, Are you going to be able to get it up, you think? Yeah I'll, yeah, I'll be able to get it up. Okay, cool. All right. um, So we can pivot. Real quick, that's what we do. Taped online, you know, you gotta roll with the punches here. Okay. Yeah. So um I'll talk, we'll 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 switch gears right right now. We'll talk about Patrick Graham. Comes over okay. from the Giants. Before the Giants, he was the defensive coordinator with the Dolphins. And before that, he was, I think, a defensive line coach or, or a linebackers coach with the Patriots, also under Brian Flores. Josh McDaniels was on that staff at that time. So there's a lot of familiarity there. Josh McDaniels and patrick graham patrick graham you know the last couple years we've been talking about him on this show patrick graham so you know i'm excited right uh to to get into it to dive into patrick graham's defense um a lot of people have you heard this where they go they're gonna be playing a lot of man they're gonna be Mm -hmm. playing a lot of man coverage i don't know what tape they're seeing that's not the case whatsoever they played tons of zone coverage so i i don't know why people are saying that i mean yeah they play more man coverage than gus bradley ran but like everyone does in the nfl like there's only there's only up from here like there's not you know so yeah i mean any defensive coordinator is going to run more man coverage than gus bradley would have you know but it's not like this is a man exclusive scheme definitely not he calls tons of zone coverages we're going to kind of dive into that and i think that he does an excellent job at least his defenses show excellent job Uh, attention to detail in zone uh so i think that that is an exciting thing we got some good zone players you know like Nate Hobbs, if it was just a man scheme, Nate Hobbs, I don't know, but they run so much zone, Nate Hobbs is gonna be fine, right, fine man in that nickel spot for sure. Mm-hmm. Um but really the the thing that surprised or that impresses me most with Patrick Graham is that the scheme that he does really isn't in the back seven. Like he's not running these like exotic coverages or like coverages that I've never seen before or something like that. Like everything that he's run, like I've seen it in a playbook. It's standard NFL stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, what the scheme that he does do is in the front seven. The front seven is his baby. Like he throws a lot of looks, a lot of fronts, a lot of blitzes, tons of simulated pressure. So they're going to run normal coverages. It'll be cover two, cover three, just straight zone coverages. Mm-hmm. But they're blitzing someone, they're dropping you know, a guy who they think the offense thinks is rushing, they're dropping that guy. They do a lot of uh, exotic stuff when it comes to simulated pressures and, and scheming pressure open. Okay, And that's something that I always was impressed with Patrick Graham, but like, hold on. If you go through his roster, he never had a dominant edge rusher. I watched tons of games so far, Patrick Graham. Edge rushers did not make an impact in any of these games. OK, that he's been in. So when you get into odd front and you have, you know, you have three, three defensive linemen, but now the offense doesn't know where that fourth rusher is coming from. Why do you do that? You do that because you can't generate right, like pressure just straight up. Mm-hmm. You have to scheme the pressure. Right. And I think that now that he has Max Crosby, and Gakway, even, I think that the need to scheme pressure is greatly diminished and i don't anticipate seeing nearly as much of these like odd front mint front tight front college looks you know simulated pressures and just like uh, um, non-traditional rushers coming after the uh the quarterback i don't think we're going to see as much of that because max like simply just because max crosby you don't have to like scheme this guy to get pressure right he just generates pressure by himself um so I think that there's been a lot of talk about, oh, Patrick Graham, it's a three, four, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I think that he, he ran that scheme out of necessity. He did not have many, I would say, starting caliber NFL players in his front seven, and he had to make it work. He had no starting caliber edge rusher, right? Had to make it work, and he, and he made it work. Uh, so it, it is impressive. I think he's got more talent to work with here, at least in the front seven at the Raiders. So, so I'm excited uh, to see what he's going to do. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen with you guys, and we'll go through this. We'll go through this Patrick Graham defense. All right, all right. So first things first, we're gonna go through a drive. Just this is one drive against the Chargers. Okay, they are they come out in a nickel package. Okay, and look, we got we got a four man defensive line here. This is normal stuff, right? We don't we're not worried about where Max Crosby is going to play here. OK. Nickel four man line is what every single NFL team runs. OK. Max Crosby is not going to be out of scheme out of place in this game. Don't worry. OK. So they're in nickel and they're playing in their automatic automatic heat check. Gotta love this. It looks like it's too high safety. OK. But what's happening over here is they're actually playing a coverage called three clouds. So they're playing cover three okay but now they're hanging this safety over the corner who's playing like a squat a squat technique as the, if he's playing a cover 2 and then you see you got guys on the hashes, guys on the numbers, okay? So this is cover 3. This is what cover 3 looks like, but they're doing it hanging a safety over the corner who's squatting. Got to love that look, okay? I'd say not a great job uh by this corner. Usually he's fantastic you're gonna see him make a great play right there um so first down on first and 10 okay so they gave him first down um you know as far as the rush goes you're gonna see like look at these guys this is a 300 pound defensive end here come on like what are we doing right now you know like this guy had no actual edge rushers and he's their best player don't get me wrong Leonard Williams he's their best player they literally had to rush him at end as th- at 300 pounds cuz they had no edge rushers. that's how bad his uh defense was they're playing a defensive tackle at d end um so the, the talent level wasn't great he still uh made it work okay so let's look at this one here um so they just converted First down, they're still in nickel, but they're going to run Tampa 2 now. So they are showing too high, but they're going to stay in an actual too high look. Okay. And I just love how when you look, when you pause a frame, when you freeze a frame and you get all these guys in their exact space that they're supposed to be, look, right outside the hash, right outside the hash, right in the middle of the field, top of the numbers, right? Like it's literally, this is what cover two is supposed to look like perfect zone drops and then you see 24 right here go ahead redeem himself for giving up that pass earlier get underneath that great zone eye so we got two zone plays back to back right um and we, if we look at the fr- uh, front here again we got a 300 pound 310 pound <laughs> defensive end i just think that's so funny best I mean, I mean, he
1: almost got there though man that's yeah you do know
0: for <laughs> sure i mean he's the be- he's the best player imagine if they had a real end okay This is like a top 10 defense um so now i think he's anticipating a run again they like to disguise they like to show too high every every snap basically they're going to show too high and then the safety is going to come down in the box at the last second they're going to get eight in the box against a run they're playing cover one lurk this is a standard run defense call okay um again now this time we actually have defensive tackles playing defensive tackle okay again four man line this is we know max prozzi is going to play here and is going to play right here right quentin jefferson is going to play you know like we know where these guys are going to play this is not like that dramatic of a scheme change okay um and then we also see here leonard williams just be absolute beast i mean this isn't this, this is turning into a leonard williams highlight here okay but I think um, but this this is one of my favorite um, one of my favorite reps, okay from Patrick Graham because it really shows the attention to detail of his defense. okay, they get into a dime package. This is the dime right here. and they're gonna play a coverage, cover four, and they're gonna play what's called like a tough technique in the back where they're basically gonna hit this guy and kind of and then this guy's gonna sink underneath him and while they're playing cover four, across the top okay and then we have a curl flat player and then a hook curl player right here all right uh so that's what this cover four coverage is called and just just look at this again we got guys on the numbers guys in the numbers their landmark in cover four two yards outside the hash two yards outside the hash everyone is in exactly the right landmark it goes to show they got buy-in Okay, their coaches are coaching them and they're listening to their coaches. This isn't by this is not by mistake that everyone happens to be in the exact same spot. Right. It it can't happen by mistake. You get that check down to the backside. Should have been a little earlier tackle here, but they stop them. You know, they gave up that first play, but they stop chargers. Okay, And then uh, on this side, we're going to, you know, we're sugaring these gaps. Maybe maybe we're blitzing. Make these guys think that we're blitzing here. And we're just going to get a little TE stunt here, Uh, pretty standard. Again, this is standard NFL stuff. Are we seeing anything crazy, anything dramatic? You know what I'm saying? It's just good sound football that we're seeing. Okay? Uh, So now I'm just going to get into this odd front. We talked about the odd front. It's something that um, Patrick Graham is going to get into on first downs to stop the run. Okay, we see here we got two tight ends. They come out on 12 personnel. So he matches that with base personnel. When, when Patrick Graham's in base personnel, he likes to get into an odd front. Now, here's the cool thing about this, okay? Gus Bradley, guess what? He ran a four, three under. This is the exact same alignment, okay? We got a five, we got a three, we got a one, okay? We got a five, and then we got a nine. This is a, this is a four, three under. The exact same kind of look that uh, Gus Bradley ran so if it worked for gus bradley okay that does, that means that they're gonna work for the raiders the raiders don't have to make some dramatic scheme change like everyone's thinking
1: and the reason why
0: everyone thinks that this is a scheme change is because this is a linebacker and technically listed on the roster and this is a linebacker on the roster okay but they're linebackers i mean if he has no max crosby let's just put it like that okay <laughs> um so that's why people think, oh, it's going to be a scheme change. It's not really not going to be a scheme change. These guys are going to play um, there in these odd fronts. And the thing about these odd fronts is these linebackers are really going to come downhill. They're going to trigger hard, and they want to get on the line of scrimmage as fast as they can, and they want to build a wall on this line of scrimmage. Okay, it's a dramatically different approach to stopping the run than Gus Bradley employed. And Gus Bradley did, was able to do that because he had eight men in the box constantly because he's in cover three. And cover two coverages, when you get into these two high coverages, you don't have eight men in the box. You can't, you know, you, so you have to play the run a little differently. Okay, so the run is going to be played a lot differently because the reliance on two high safeties. I wanted to show you this guys too because this is the same look Right? We got a three technique, okay? we got a five technique, got another five technique here, Okay, but this guy out here is actually as a safety, technically. He's on the roster as a safety. So they'll get into this odd front look where they get into this, this three, four look, but they'll get into nickel and they'll drop the safety down on the uh, towards the line of scrimmage right here. And so they can still play their base look when they're in nickel when they want to stop the run. If that makes sense. So, regardless, if this is a DB, then this will be Max Crosby. It's really not that big a deal. We don't have to think too hard about it, okay? If he plays all the way on the edge sometimes, if he plays maybe over the tackle sometimes in the odd front look, guess what? He's going to do both because Patrick. That's what Patrick Graham does. Okay, again, you see these linebackers? They want to make a wall. They're they're attacking. They're coming downhill. They're not waiting. Sometimes didn't work for him. Okay, now we're going to talk about this uh, two, uh, This team. Patrick Graham is really, he's a two-high coordinator. He wants to be in two-high. He wants to have his safeties back here, okay, and he's going to play tons of cover two. Okay, so this ends up being a Tampa two look. Okay, it started off as a three-high safety look going up against Patrick Mahomes showing him pre-snap, three high safeties, safety drops down, all of a sudden it's cover two. Okay, and we know sometimes Patrick Holmes is three high safeties, he makes an ill-advised throw. Okay, but this is what Patrick Graham does. Patrick Graham loves to be in, in cover two. Okay, he's gonna be in two high safeties, he's gonna be in cover four, he'll be in cover six, he'll be in cover two, lots of cover two. It's a great type two drop right here from 48. Take Crowder, I mean, if you guys wanna go back through the film, this is gonna be the position that Devon Diablo plays. And I'm really excited. He's gonna be featured. He's gonna be able to be featured in coverage. You see him here. He's the pole runner in Tampa 2. What a great adjustment right there from 48. The entire, you can skip Tiger Hill's ass there. Now, um, again, too high, right? We're in too high. We're playing this time. We're playing cover six, or we're playing quarters to one side, we're playing half to the other side. Okay, but still too high. Love to being too high. Another linebacker makes a great play. Okay, this is this time it's the Mike linebacker makes a great play in coverage. And this is Reggie Ragland. He's never been known to be a great guy in coverage. Okay, so this defense is getting it out of him. All right, and I mean this is another two high look. And when you have guys when they're two yards outside the hash, two yards outside the hash, where are we? Numbers, numbers. We these guys spacing is so good. It's so detailed. And when you do that sometimes you're going to force a tight window throw and guys are going to be in an opportune place to take advantage okay so that's why they like playing too high petrogram has a lot of success with it i think that is really exciting now here's the reliant here's the problem though for every good thing that you have there's going to be a, a negative thing and uh right and in this case we like to be in too high. We like to get our safeties up out of there. Well, guess what happens when you, you have two high safeties. Okay. You have two high safeties and they decide to run the ball right at you against the light box. Right. Okay. There's a lot less room for error when you're not keeping that eighth man in the box. So let's talk about why look, look at the safety. He's getting out of there right now. Okay. You have one, two, three four five six seven defenders and we also have one two three four five six seven linemen. so that means everyone has to win there cannot be a loss here right there's no room for error okay one guy misses one guy loses he doesn't get into his gap we got a problem here but if we had the safety in the box now we have a plus one and there's a, there's less room for error, okay? So in this case, safety's not in the box. All it takes is 48 to just go back door here, okay? And get caught up in the middle right there. And now we have a big chunk gain when they're in cover two. And this happens a lot, unfortunately, when I'm watching, I'm just being real with Raider Nation. This happens a lot. He wants a light box, okay? This time I'm trying to stop the run with six defenders. He wants a light box. He wants to show different things to quarterbacks. He wants to stop the run. Okay, but you see, sometimes it's gonna bite you in the butt okay, when you're when you are over-relying on the type of run fits where everyone has to be perfect, everyone has to build that wall and take their man on. As soon as, again, as soon as one of these links in the chain breaks, okay, it's curtains for the defense, and we got a big chunk game. So it's gonna be really interesting to see if. That's something that um, Patrick Graham can kind of shore up. It's something that I noticed a lot. I I saw a lot of too high looks, and I saw a lot of times quarterbacks simply just checking to run and getting like a six yard gain on first down, and that's a problem, right? So you've got to be able to stop the run. One thing I will throw out there, because I've been talking about, uh, I've been thinking about Patrick Graham a lot, so I have like tons of things to say, but. with how much cover two they run, how much cover two they run, right? That means safeties are going to be down in the box. You get a cut, cut split – or, I'm sorry, uh, corners are going to be down in the box. They're going to be down in the line of scrimmage. You get a reduced split. Corners got to play that run, right? With how much cover two they run, maybe Nate Hobbs gets a shake at corner in this game because corners have to really tackle in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also James Bradbury, it sounds like uh, Giants – don't have a cap room for him. You saw him make that uh pass breakup. He's fan, got fantastic film. If you could if Raider Nation, if you thought Casey Hayward, was good. Okay. This guy, uh, James Bradbury is legit. He's one of the best corners in football. So if he could come over because giants can't, you know, handle his cap hit or whatever, if he, if he could come over, that would be a huge boon for the defense.
1: Yeah. Um, just got a couple questions I see in the chat. Um, How does Abram fit in the scheme, BD?
0: Yeah, you know, I was I was a little discouraged at first because I saw how much cover two they played, too high they played. But he has a really fascinating uh, approach to figuring out how to get everyone on the field, and you'll see him like that guy Jabril Peppers. He's a former first round draft pick. You know, kind of like Jonathan Abram, right? Mm -hmm. But he's exclusively a second level player, and um in patrick Graham's scheme or he mm-hmm. was exclusively so he would play nickel they would play big nickel and they would just put a safety out there over the slot instead of like the actual corner okay uh they would rush him up the edge he would play dime linebacker for them but he was like exclusively on the second level and if i if i'm willing to bet it would be that's how jonathan abram was going to be used in this defense but at the same time um it also means you need actual another actual safety <laughs> so, Devin but, McCourty. Well, and so here's the thing: like a lot of teams have three safeties that they use. Yeah, right. Now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, look at the Chiefs. They got Tyron Matthew. They got Juan Thornhill. They got Daniel Sorensen. We we got our Juan Thornhill with Trevon Merrick, Right. Yeah. Hopefully, that's as good as he becomes. We have our Daniel Sorensen. I'm, I'm throwing major shade uh, at Jonathan Abram. That's that's what that's what his role is. He's a Linebacker type. So that's his role in this defense. He can be an impact player as a role player.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the Giants. The Giants played a ton of too high in twenty twenty two. I mean, that's what they did to Russell Wilson. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they basically exposed Russell Wilson by playing some some ignorant cover two. Uh, basically saying throw to the middle, <laughs> and he was like no, and he he's okay. At the worst game, so they didn't even play it too high for a long time. But, um, that is interesting. You talk about Abram uh, playing that role because you know, I'm a huge Jalen Petre fan. I've been telling you about Jalen Petre for about three since the senior bowl <laughs> or before it. And I mean, that's that's what Jalen Petre did, did at Baylor, is what Julius Pepper was doing at Giant. I mean, he, we I, it's on tape to see him play those things. So, I mean, it's interesting to see how they go. Um, with that type of player, but I, I do think they're going to find another safety. I think they're they're going to find one in free agency. Yeah, to. of- it's
0: it's necessary. You know, you, they don't have they don't have their other guy back there um, because of how much too high looks that they play. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Abram would be miscast there. You know, Roger Teemer. No, they're getting they're getting a safety. It's necessary. They're probably going to get two safeties, honestly.
1: Yeah, uh, it, it, it's um, I mean. So important. And, and this is what I'm saying, the safeties are, safety class in free agency is pretty, is pretty good because you can get Anthony Harris, I think, for cheap, you know, or even Devin McCourty, and they could be the other guy that plays with Morig, right, and they play too high over there. And, you know, Anthony, Anthony Harris is the too high monster, you know. Yes, <laughs> that's how he, you know, made his living playing that, playing in that Gunther cover four, cover six scheme, you know, so – uh, yeah, you know, you know how that works. But uh, there's there's some cheap safeties, in this, and there's the main guy who's Devin McCourty, who could come in and play pretty well. I know he's 35, but he had four interceptions last year. I think at 35, so um, he hasn't really lost a step. So it
0: was really funny because I watched Logan Ryan in this defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was under the impression that Logan Ryan was good, and it was like really embarrassing watching Logan Ryan this last year. Like that was bad tape. Straight up, yeah. he was a huge liability for them. we well, see because he, he was good in 2020 yet. and he wasn't good yeah. this year. He was good, he was good in 2020 and he was not good this year. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, one, yeah. one last
1: question for you, BD. Okay, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. What because so we, we got, uh, I'm gonna talk about Glipsy, I don't like you know, Glipsy, he didn't play this year, so it's weird. You know, you always wonder why he didn't play at all. And then, uh, last question before we maybe get to offense, um, does Graham defense value DT like
0: Jordan Davis? Uh, what what is Jordan Davis' size? How tall? Uh,
1: I, I, I don't know how tall he is, but he's like 6'8340 or something like that.
0: 6'8", 340? Oh,
1: come he's on. Like... What are we talking about right now? He's <laughs> something crazy. His, his tape is hilarious. He, he looks so,
0: like a... yeah, what I will say, um Graham values like big like big players. Like as big as the prototype gets for a player, that's what he wants. So yeah. he wants like his Mike linebacker to be six foot three, two hundred and fifty pounds. Like yeah. he doesn't like the way that I was talking about the downhill filling. Mm-hmm. I think that honestly the biggest question mark for me is if Denzel Perryman has a spot on this defense next year. Like I don't know if a five foot eleven, two hundred thirty pound linebacker is going to be able to like get through a season. Play. Like I'm not discrediting Denzel Perryman. I'm just saying like the guys that what. The guys who were playing Mike for him were all like 250, 260 pounds. You know, like they were like basically defensive insides. They were like 6'3, 250. Like that's who we had uh, playing Mike. So I don't know. Denzel Perryman, he's kind of undersized, but uh, I mean, for most teams, for a, a cover three scheme where you had eight in the box, where you got penetration and he sat back and he waited, right? And he was like patient, patient, patient. And he played that, like sit back, wait, 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 and then go. That's different than this downhill kind of run fit. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm concerned that Denzel Perry might not have a spot. So we'll see.
1: Okay. That's interesting. Um, uh, you know, you, when you mentioned that 250, there's one guy in the draft that is fits that, that there's a senior bowl. Um, his name's um,
0: uh, Darian Beavers from Cincinnati. He's 6'3". I was watching Darian Beavers all last year because I, I went crazy in, on Cincinnati. <laughs> I texted our guys. Um, the what's the draft profile that we did the draft scouting thing, whatever. I texted yeah. him. I was like, "Is Darian Beavers is not on your guys's list, right?" And and then um, one of the guys was like, "He's PFF has a low grade on him." I was like, "PFF, come on, this guy's like huge and he plays linebacker. Like he, he's an NFL player. He's legit." And now everyone's talking about him at the Senior Bowl. So I discovered yeah. Darian. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, no, but yeah, I'm I'm big on Darian Beavers. He's the prototype because he can rush, he can cover a little bit, right? He can play the run. Like that's mm. what he, thats what Graham wants. He wants a big, like a Jamie Collins, like a Dante Hightower, like a guy who. Wait, is he a defensive end or is he a linebacker out there? Like that's what he wants. H-
1: Hightower is a free agent too. Just saying, that. I was just putting that out there. Dante Hightower is a free agent. He is one. All right, guys, uh, let's get into this offense that I messed up the first time by bouncing it as an audio. So, uh, <laughs> hear some silence with that. So, let's get into this offense. Um, let's do it. All right. So I'll kind of show what I'm going to do today a little bit kind of go over what we're talking about here. So today um, I'm going to be basically showing kind of what we're doing with Hunter Renfro a little bit, right? So we do a lot of slot stuff, kind of show, uh, wrote an article about it a little bit, but you know, a lot of people didn't read the article because I said he's going to be unleashed. They didn't like that that if I sit in like 2,000 yards or something, i just, no, he's going to get, maybe probably get to go from 1,000 to 1,200. That's all I'm saying. Um, So I'm going to go over that. I'm also going to go over how the importance of maybe getting a guy who can win outside for this offense, I think it opens it up to a different level. You know, I'm not necessarily sure they actually need one for sure, but I think it takes it to the next level. And then, of course, I'm going to show – some Bill Musgrave, and Derek Carr running the, this Erhard Perkins before back in the day. So we're ready to go over that. Um, um, let's do that. Let's do it. All right, guys. So uh, so first play we got here. Uh, Patriots call this Ozzy. Okay. We talked about this a little earlier. Ozzy Osborne is a check. So Aussie's pretty simple. It's uh, – we got the – out right here and we got the comeback on this one so basically kind of like a two-level concept for whoever the quarterback is yeah this is 2017 Patriots right here so it's Tom Brady Damian Dola, all those those big boys right so Ozzy's pretty simple but this is one you're gonna see a lot right this is one that you're gonna see in um what is it? Two-minute drills, all that stuff. They'd be screaming Ozzy Osbourne, or maybe they change it up. I don't know. But you see, just quick, Tom Brady's able to read it outside. Boom. You know, one thing I want to show too. I mean, there's always a check down, okay? There's rarely where like, the running back just stays in and blocks the whole time. Usually blocks, and then hits the check down. There's always a check down somewhere. So if this guy wasn't open, Tom Brady could go here. There's a check down over here. He can go. There's a completion everywhere, every single time. So, I mean, there's always somewhere you can go in this offense. But hit there. There's Hunter Renfro. Can you imagine that's him? That's Chris Hogan. But same look, same type of play. All right. You see it from the backside. You just you see Tom Brady's excellent footwork here. Look at that. Boom. Look at that base. It's crazy. Damn, Tom. All right. Uh, and then here's another one. It's called Goose Dagger. Okay, so a goose is up here. So I'm gonna let you, you're gonna see this a lot as a uh, Raiders fan with Josh McDaniels. You're gonna see a lot of these uh what they call the goose route, which is a seam, right? And then if it's middle of the field closed, which is a single high, right? He's gonna keep going straight down the seam. Now, if it's too high, right, then he's gonna go inside. All right, so if it's too high, he's goes inside. If he keeps going this way, he's probably just you know, getting picked off because Derek Carr is gonna be mad because he went the wrong way. So here, right, and this is a straight seam, and then of course this one we got dagger, which is a little different. I guess they call it dagger because it still looks like dagger, but it's not. But it's an out route and a go, but they call it dagger, kind of. I guess to confuse people a little bit here, but this is this is a key one because they run the, this these this goose concept a lot. It's gonna be Darren Waller. It's gonna be. Hunter Renfro it's going to be whoever, whoever. So let's watch this real quick, quick dagger right here. Hit the out route. See the anticipation, but right, right there, the Gronk, right? So, it, you know, and one thing about this too is that the quarterback usually picks the matchup. I mean, this is more on the quarterback, right? So, I mean, he's got man, right? He knows he's got man. So he's going to pick the best matchup that he wants. He knows he's got Gronk one-on-one. On Eric Berry, I'm going to Gronk. Boom. I still think Brandon Cooks ran the wrong route because he, he read that wrong. But it's fine. It's fine, Brandon. You're right. But yeah, the, 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 that's the thing on this one. It, like the, the matchup is important because it was funny. I had to watch Jimmy G run this, and it was pretty hilarious because he always picked the wrong matchup. So picking the right matchup is important too here because it saves a lot of time for the quarterback, allows him to get the ball out quick. All right, so now we got Ozzy nod, okay? So this was the same thing. This is why I was talking about Hunter Renfro having some big yards, right? Because um, we got the same look, Ozzy. right? Comeback outright, but we're going to stick it, boom, up the field. This is going to be easy touchdown for Tom Brady. Right here, boom. Hit the nod. You see it. You see the safety. He's going this way, right? Middle of the fields, wide open, boom, right there.
0: Hunter Renfro is going to have six hundred yards on the knock route this year, guaranteed. I, I guarantee it. All right, this is another cool one. This
1: one's called Book. All right, so this one it uh, is a basically a combination. So you got a motion, right, and then an out route. But Brandon Cooks, right here, who is the X receiver, or you say the Z? I would say we'll say the Z for this one um what he's gonna do is he has a two-way go on this one so if this is uh corner right here and there's no safety here and he has outside leverage he goes in if they play inside leverage say just say you know, this corner comes in right or comes over the top where he has to go out he's going out all right so so, so that's that's what i'm talking about it gets a little difficult for wide receivers i mean these guys they got to be able to read what's going on in front of them like they're like their quarterbacks. Right. It's like they're playing quarterback, too. So here we go. Here's Book right here. You see. So you see, he's got a little bit of outside leverage. He's able to get outside. And he's got the get. They got the in. They're kind of double teaming him, playing some brackets a little bit there, a little quarters right there. Right. And you see Tom Brady. He has a two level go here. Right. He's got the out right here. He probably has Brandon Cooks, too, based on the leverage of the corner. He has them both of them, but he just goes right underneath to Amendola. I mean, he might have been throwing that to Cooks. I don't know. (laughs) that, But still a completion right there. Got him in the red zone right late in the game. All right, so this is a cool one, right? Let's call this one. We got Goose over here, of course. Goose, weak side, Goose. We got strong side. We got Jinx. So this is Jinx on this one. Now, a Jinx is a dig, and it is a whip route. But the whip route has an option. So if you, if let's say this linebacker backs up to take this dig, he has tons of room to move forward this way, to just keep running. He doesn't take the, he doesn't do the whip route, right? He just goes forward and it becomes a straight up drag. All right. So like so I was talking about, this is all about reading, but this is something that Hunter Renfro does well anyways from the slot. He's always read the field well. And then you get the dig to kind of give you a, a two level concept, uh high, low concept there. So we watch this, right? So you watch it, you know, instead of coming back, cause you know, this, where this, slot corner is playing he's not letting him come back on this juke he's probably prepared for it too right just keeps going forward first down right i'll tell you there's like an answer for everything in this in this offense that's why tom brady and peyton is killing everybody I, I, I figured that out <laughs> when i was watching this like oh that's how peyton manning killed people everybody it was just was this because i mean right because usually like let's say it's the west coast right West coast offense, the way they're playing this, I mean, where does Hunter Ruffin do? He has to go back outside and then Carr has to go to the dig. He has no choice because it's more mechanical. It's not as, it's not as mechanical as other offenses. It's more on the go. So Demi Andola, he sees it. He just goes forward. Boom. Look at that first down. All right. And then we kind of got the same concept here, except they call this one Saturn. So we're going to get a quick post here from Chris Hogan. Which, you know, I'll talk about on the back end the importance of two slot receivers. But uh, we got Chris Hogan, he's running the uh the skinny, is what they call it in uh Patriots terms, skinny post, right? And then you go so you got the whip and uh the return, no, sorry, the whip route, but just in case you keep going forward. Now, this one's interesting for me because you know I feel like Danny Amendola could have kept going forward on this one. So let's run here. Right. I mean, he probably could have kept going forward. But maybe he says, saw this, I don't know. Maybe he sees this opening and wants Chris Hogan to do that. Maybe that's not part of that check at that time. I'm not 100% sure there. But, but you see there's two-level concept right there, right? The juke's taken away, I hit the dig or I hit the, the post or whatever you want to, whatever switch up they have on this, right? Because, you know what I'm saying, this is the same look but different routes, right? But it's, it is the same route on one of the routes but the other one is different. <laughs> right. So it's always a switch up. Right. Same route, same look. But now we got the skinny post. Right. Nice catch by Chris Hogan there. Then we got Ram. Right. Because usually with these choice routes, usually is cho- this kind of concept, it usually is a choice route with the West Coast. But this one's a defined angle, Texas route. Um, you know, this is three by one and you see a dig with it. They call it Texas. That's the play of it. They call it Texas. But this one's called Ram. So they call this one a ram here. Typical angle with a kind of a skinny post on top of it. All right. So let's so This is this is <laughs> okay. fro Fro's going to have a lot of targets in this offense. So is the running backs, right? So they have to find a running back that can that can make these plays, right? Boom. I mean, they're both open. He can he has a choice. Who's he wanna go to? Who do you want to throw to? Right? Throw that in It's just, just, I mean, it's just a choice every single time for whoever the quarterback is, right? Boom. Quick eyes, sees the blitz, understands where to go. Boom. Of course, he's been running it 20 years, so it makes sense. All right, and then I do want to talk about the importance of an outside receiver. So um, when you watch this offense in 2017 compared to watching Mac Jones or even watching like 2019, 2018 Patriots, the difference is Brandon Cooks. Okay, Brandon Cooks made a huge difference for Brady, right? He won MVP because of it, basically. So I mean, you they got, they got these kind of nine, eight, nine concepts, they call it goose, and then you got the, the the go from the outside. But you know, just just see how this, this opens up this offense, right? This made to be, you know, it's designed to have short passing. Everybody's like, oh my God, everybody's short, short, short passing, right? But when you have these, you know, everybody's sucking up, you get man-to-man outside, they're trying to play these running backs. You get Brandon Cooks over the top, which is dimes, which is just great throws. You can tell they had the, the timing that these two had. Man, it's crazy, right? And that's the importance of this offense too is timing and getting rid of the football. Right there, see Tom. Look, he Tom knew he's where he's going with this ball the whole time. Look, and Brandon Cooks wide open, making that catch. And the same look here, you know, in the low red zone. They like to do the same play. They like to do Goose in the low red zone too. So you are going to see Goose once again. And it's just a crazy throw, Tom Brady. But just I'm talking about somebody outside that can make these plays unlocks this offense. So I think it's the importance of finding somebody that can do that. But if they can't, I still think they'll be okay. But it won't be as explosive as they can be, right? It'd be the typical... Patriots offense where it's like you know you're moving down the field but there's not this huge explosive plays like they had in 2017 because Brandon Cooks really did unlock this offense in every way possible but you know and and even in 2020 so there's Nelson Aguilar right here right and it's talking about the importance of somebody getting open and we got the the V route they call us the V route and of course we got Goose at the bottom again and running Goose you know it's it's, I tell you it's one of the fun their favorite process right so but you got the V route on the outside got man to man it's a great route by Nelson Aguilar. Boom. Nice little arm over. He's wide open. Boom. So, you know, the importance of having somebody outside really is going to unlock this offense. You know, um, you know, I talk, I talk about Brandon Cooks a lot. I mean, he's probably going to be available. He's a $9 million. They cut him He's $9 million savings. They might cut him too. So, you know, you know, Bradbury might be available. So my Brandon Cooks and I think Brandon Cooks, especially knowing this offense, he could really help. This is great. Yeah. I mean, Max under pressure, but great read, though. Mac played pretty well, man. That was, that was pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. All right, and then, of course, you know, just talk about winning outside altogether. Like I said, we get the out route. We got the OPEC right here, which is the choice route. Choice routes never go inside. I'll let you guys know that. They never go inside. They're always out or they're hitches. Never go inside. But then you see Chris, Chris Hogan right here is able to get open outside, right, give Tom Brady two levels. First down. So the importance of having somebody outside will definitely unlock this offense, and I, I think that's the, they gotta they gotta find somebody, and it doesn't even have to be some super explosive guy like some Devonte Adams. It just has to be somebody who can get open. That's all. That's really all it is. But you know, let's talk about the Raiders running this with Bill Musgrave. I, I know this is like something you know a lot of people didn't talk about, and I, that's why I think Mark Davis is a little bit of a genius <laughs> because I didn't know this. I don't know if you knew this, BD. I didn't. I didn't know this is Earnhardt Perkins. Everybody's I did, I did not know
0: that. I did not know. Everybody's supposed
1: was the West Coast, but I googled Earnhardt Perkins and Bill Musgrave popped up in my census. I was like, "Oh my god, are you serious?" All right, because this is this is, rated, this is a This is a this is Patriots concept. This is the option. I thought this is in the Patriots playbook that I showed earlier. This is in it. Same exact play. Z option, right? And you know, I I showed this depth. I know I kind of messed up these angles, but I showed this depth um, because Amari Cooper's supposed to get twenty yards and he gets he gets ten. So he kind of messed it up. So there's <laughs> a lot of this stuff the Raiders are doing. is kind of funny. So he's supposed to get to here, right, and go behind. See this gap where this gap is? Because if he gets to here and he gets behind Andre Holmes, he's wide open even more with, with room to run with the coverage that they're playing, right? But he he kind of sorts that up, and then Derek Carr goes to Jalen Richard, which is a better concept right there. But that's that's the option. That's that's in the, That's in their playbook. You know what I mean? From retiring from the backside, we see Derek Carr with his. We used to have terrible mechanics. I'm lifting his foot up for no reason. All right, nice. <laughs> I swear to point that. Out. Nice, nice pull. <laughs> All right, and then uh, Indigo. This is in the Patriots playbook too. Indigo. It's a little dagger concept type of thing, right? Get that twenty yard depth. This, you know, Mike Crabtree gets the right depth. Probably why I got the ball more back in the day. He gets the right twenty yard depth right there going right behind Michael Crabtree, Derek Carr decides to hit that go route to Mark Cooper. So, I mean, I think the transition for Derek Carr is not going to be as bad as we think it is. It's going to be pretty, pretty uh, easy for him to, to, to pick it up. It's going to be a lot more for the wide receivers to pick it up. You know, um, I think, you know, Darren Waller, I think if, once he picks it up, uh, I don't know what he's going to be like, man, it's going to be those, those just <laughs> here. <laughs> I've been thinking about him running up the scene for like a couple of days. At that four-four and that goose, and deciding which way I want to go, to. I want to go this way? And just like who, who's guarding him? What safety is guarding him one-on-one, or what nickel corner is guarding him from the slot on a seam route like that? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, so I I I, I can't hear you, but You're on mute.
0: You're on mute, dog. Uh, you know what I say about tight ends? You just gotta hit him out of the game. Don't even worry about covering him. Okay, let him catch that and just blast him. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? But uh, but he's only supposed to go inside against too high,
1: man. He's only supposed to go inside against too high. So, I mean, too high. He's only supposed to go inside against too high. So, <laughs> but I, I've been mad because Gronk, if you want to go watch the 2017 Steelers game, they ran that play over and over again with Gronk. And he had like he had like 150 yards or something in that game. He was just killing them down the scene. And, you know, that's something that, you know, Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller are going to be able to do. I'm really excited about how, you know, that offense is looking with, with those two inside. Okay, with those two inside, but I, I do think they, they got to add somebody um, outside that at least can win consistently. It doesn't have to be some superstar. It doesn't have to be a superstar. Um, if they add one a superstar, that's awesome, right? If they add, you know, uh, Brandon Cooks, that works because he's be able to run this route. He understands system. He's not gonna make the wrong checks. He never made the wrong checks when I watched him on tape. Um, it, it's got to be somebody like that that can get open and you know make things work on the outside, and then a smart. Because I mean, you're going to need somebody outside too that can win. It like I said, it doesn't have to be a super super duper star, all right. But it just has to be somebody that can win. I mean, that's why they got Nelson Aguilar out there or in Kittrick Bourne. They're not superstars, but they can win outside. And um, but that that will that will help them. And one more thing I will say too before I don't know if you got anything to say, BD, but um, they need another slot receiver too, which is going to be interesting. Um, they're going to need somebody that can play in the slot that can do what like Chris Hogan did. Right. Which is kind of maybe play in the slot, maybe play outside sometimes um, do those type of things because they're going to need somebody like that. Because I mean, the way the system is set up to do so many two by two sets, right. That they have to have somebody out in the inside that could make that, make it happen. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's why I'm eyeing John Mechie just in case he falls to that round. as somebody that I'm looking at. Um, but like, uh, but even I see Russell Gage. I mean, somebody like that that is able to do some slot things inside and, and get open
0: for them, right? Yeah, but, uh, I was going to throw you this one. Uh, this person said that she would be good for this offense. play in the Bill O'Brien at Bama. You mentioned that you, you know, by yourself there. Uh, are there any other draft wide receivers? You mentioned free agents. You know, young players in this offense that's tough. Mm-hmm. Are there, but there are, are there, any receivers you're looking
1: at? uh, I mean, I'm looking at John Mechie. Um, John Mechie is probably my main one that I would say would be the quick fit. Um, i mean, and Christian Watson. I mean, he had the awesome senior bowl. So, I mean, of course, I'm looking at him. I'm hoping they look at him. He's 6'4, 211. Um, he came from a, a good system. Uh, and I, I think that's somebody that could fit this offense. Um, and, and help them a lot. And he could be the guy outside. I think. I mean, I don't know if he'd be smart enough to run this offense. Because like, that's the that's the hard thing for for bringing in a rookie man is just how is he going to make these checks? Is he is he going to make these checks correctly? How is he going to pick it up? How is he going to is he going to run a go route? Is he not going to run a go route when he should? And the Derek Carr throwing a pick to a safety and they're all mad. Is it, it, you know it's it's those type of players when you're drafting you have to you have to find a guy who's going to be able to. Pick up this offense quickly if you want him to contribute early, and that's kind of my thing. Um, I know some people talk about Jamison Williams. I, you know, Jamison Williams was interesting. I, I, his tape was I wasn't I wasn't that impressed with it. Um, he just was really 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 fast, <laughs> but he couldn't he can't track the ball. So yeah, he he had some dimes that Bryce Young was kind of he was missing. But you know, Michael Gallup. I see some people talking about that. That is a, maybe some guy that can you know come come in and win and be smart enough, um, but it's 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 got to be uh, they got to find another slot and they got to find a uh an outside guy and like i said it doesn't have to be superstars it doesn't it doesn't have to be superstars it just has to be some good serviceable players that can get open and are smart so yeah um but that's that's one thing that i wanted to point out but anyways
0: uh question quick question quick uh-huh. question um, you didn't get too much into the run game. Um, what kind of blocking schemes are the offensive line going to be basically good to go there? Or do you think that they're going to have to reshuffle? What do you think about that?
1: Oof, um, I think they're going to try to reshuffle it. I think they're going to try to bring some guys in. Because one thing that you notice when I was showing that is that Tom Brady was not under pressure that much. Even, I mean, Mac Jones – yeah, he was under pressure. That was a long developing route that he had because a lot of these routes are long developing. Um, I mean, that's so the importance of a good offensive line to this offense is like paramount. So I, I think that's something they might, they might target, you know, right away is, is some wire is not wide receiver, but some linemen. I think they're going to bring in a lot of linemen. They're going to bring in some veterans probably first before they even think about like trying to do anything in the draft, but they're, they're going to do a lot of, you know, probably some guards, probably some, some, some cheap guards, some guys they, they like that can come in and play right away because you need a great offensive line. You can't have the offensive line they had last year. I mean, there's a lot of, like I was talking about, there's so many of those steps that take, you know, a long time, man. I mean, if you, some of those routes, you got to wait till the guy makes the read, right? I mean, you can't, you can't just guess and try to anticipate right away, which you're and try to get rid of the ball. You know, there's always a checkdown for you, but you know, you don't want to get in that mode where you're checking down and hitting the, you know, hitting the running back 800 times. So, you, you want you want to be able to do that, and uh, it's, it's important to do, to have to have a, a great a great offensive line is important to this. Um, I, I will say uh, about the power of the run scheme. I don't know what they're going to do with the run scheme because of the um, one interesting th- thing I saw is they brought in the Browns guy tight end coach for interview. Um, and I mean, he has no connections to anything. Um, so that tells me they're going to run in wide zone. He's trying to find a what you know, he's trying to find a guy that can run wide zone, which yeah. is right. He's yeah. trying to find somebody that can do that because, you know, Patriots are a power scheme. They are, but Josh Jacobs is not a power guy. So that tells me that Josh McDaniels is doing the smart thing. He's going to bring in a run game coordinator or somebody like that. That's why he's looking at the tight end coach to, at, from the Browns. They haven't really looked at anybody else I saw for OC. Um, but, like, anybody connected to the Earnhardt Perkins doesn't run zone. They run power. I mean, even Bill O'Brien down in um, when he went to Alabama, they're running power. They ran power where he was at. I mean, you know, so. Um,
0: agree, agree.
1: Yeah, yeah. so, so I mean, they're, they're bringing in um, – you know that's why they brought in the brown's guy. I mean there's why else would they bring in some guy who's from Minnesota and went to Cleveland, you know? They're not going to bring in somebody like that that has that's been in the wide zone Kubiak scheme to come be the OC unless they wanted to implement something that they they don't want to do, right? I mean cuz I mean it's, it's I'm 100% real. I mean as a fit, right? As a fit, it's for Josh Jacobs. It's not really a fit in a power in a gap scheme. But if they're bringing in, you know, I mean, that's what I'm saying. If they're bringing in some kind of Browns coach who's come for Stefanski, and that's all they do. He's trying to get some kind of ideas, you know, trying to get some something how he can implement that wide sold scheme. So so, um, so Jacobs can have a fit, right? Um, yeah, but so that, I mean, because they're not going to run, they're not going to run power with Jacobs. So they got to, if they're gonna run power, they got Ray James. If they're not, that's why they got the Browns guy coming in and <laughs> it's cheating them wide zone. So, I, you know, I don't know exactly what they're gonna do. It's, it's easy to say like, hey, they're just gonna run power scheme because they just did it before. But Josh McDaniels is not that stupid, and if he likes Josh Jacobs, who finished the season strong, he's gonna give him the best fit there is. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm with you on that. I mean. We can look at what these coordinators have done in the past, what Josh McDaniel has done in the past, what Patrick Graham has done in the past. But you got to tailor tailor your scheme to the players that you have, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, like if John, Josh McDaniels, if they've all just been a power, you know, or a gap scheme, run, you know, his entire career, you know, and we see zone all of a sudden because that's what they ran here, like that actually is smart instead of like just – either completely revamping your offensive line or forcing them to do things that maybe that's not like their strength or whatever. And Patrick mm-hmm. Graham, I know he's going to do the same exact thing. You know, he's not going to um, try to uh, put square pegs into round holes. You know, when he had Blake Martinez as an inside linebacker, he blitzed him all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you watch like, oh, actually he had to switch his middle linebacker like multiple times. He had like four different middle linebackers when I was watching him in 2021. Um but he whatever that guy was good at, he put them in, in that spot. If, they, if that meant they needed to blitz more, he did that, right? So uh, McDaniels, he's gonna be the same thing. They're gonna put these guys in the spot where they you know they can succeed. And that's the point of coaching. What, uh, yeah, and, and that's what I'm really inter- uh, really excited to see is like the Raiders took a huge step up and just like schematics scheme, you know, all that stuff it took a huge step up. We'll see if the fundamentals are still there. Yeah, We'll see it's the camaraderie and all that other stuff there. But the X's and O's, like, it's going to be some of the best in the NFL.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm excited about the X's and O's. And, you know, when I, when I found out that, you know, Carr ran this before, it makes a lot of sense. The verbiage and stuff like that is going to make sense to him. And, you know, the, the play calls is going to make sense to him. It's going to be, oh, okay, I remember this. I remember that. I remember that. It's just more about the other guys picking it up and trying to see what they do with the line. Cause you know, you know, we don't. I don't know. We don't know how they feel about the players until free agency starts. To be honest, um, so and when they maybe they start cutting some guys, who knows how they feel? You know, say so I don't know. I don't know how Kingon Drake's gonna work in this offense because every single run play, every single pass play, you have to block somebody if it's a blitz. <laughs> like it's not. Like it's there's no there's no like you just run a route. You block somebody first and then run your route. So you know, um, I don't know how he's gonna work in this you know or do they bring in james white what are they i don't know what what exactly are they going to do with that so but that's gonna be interesting too because you know i don't think drake's gonna be able to block but the last time he ran this system he had like 50
0: catches so i don't know yeah you know see we'll see how it is Uh, i'm excited i'm super excited about it Uh, you know if you watch the tape don't lie you've heard us be critical about coaches about coaching and that's probably it's not going to change our, our approach you know us trying to be objective and you know uh talk to you guys about what we're seeing but we have lots of reasons i think to be uh optimistic about this upcoming season um anything else that you want to drop on us marcus before we call it a night here uh no not really
1: man i'm trying to think nothing else that i can think of off the top of my head um but yeah, it's, it's just – this offense is totally different, even in the red zone,
0: man. The red zone concepts are awesome. So, um, um so real quick, they hired Chris Ash as a defensive back coach. Mm-hmm. And then do, do you know the name of the other guy that they hired?
1: Something Simmons. Simmons, right? Yeah.
0: As a secondary coach. So, it sounds like he'll probably be like passing game coordinator, I'm guessing. Yes. Um, but but – and that guy's from Carolina – they ran tons of cover three in Jacksonville and tons of cover three in Carolina Raiders ran tons of cover three last year. But so like you're saying, like, you know, these, these hires, I'm not sure what the connection is to Graham. And I know that they're from a slightly different scheme. So yeah, that those things are interesting. So maybe we'll see Jason Simmons, Jason Simmons. Thanks guys. Yeah. Shout out to the Deacon, Jason Simmons. Appreciate it, bro. Um, So yeah. Uh, yeah, that goes back to like what you're saying, you know, like about them interviewing the Browns' guy for offensive coordinator. You know, it's like, wait, that guy doesn't run what you run, right? So, I think that's awesome to hear. Even, even the even the special teams co- uh, co- coordinator, I put out a little joke on Twitter about, you know, like the Pat Mc, Pat McAfee was talking about like the really bad trick play that they ran special special, but what you can't take away from that special teams coordinator. Is that he was scheming. Okay. They're going to take, they're going to take guys who are scheming. All right. They're not taking guys who are just, just coaching the fundamentals. Like it's like a high school, you know, like that's what uh, Gus Bradley really like. He called four different plays the entire game. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it. There's no, it wasn't about scheme. It was just about getting guys to do and execute and all that. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Raiders coaches, they're going to be scheming this year. Yeah. They will not just be sitting back and just let you just run vanilla. No. It's going to be – they're going to be screaming like crazy.
1: Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm excited about. Yeah. I'm excited for the game where they don't pass, where they just run all over. <laughs> yeah, right, right. 35 carries. That's what makes – <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? But it's just just watching them in the red zone, man, like everything is – like in the red zone, Like there's like levels and there's like somebody – you know what I mean? Like it's just – I don't know. I guess I don't – like I, I – I get why teams run the West coast a lot because I feel like the West coast is more mechanical. And if you have like a young quarterback, he can, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. So, so Matt Jones might be damn good. Cause
0: he, he, he did all right. He did all right for sure. So it was good. he was good this year for sure. But a lot that, I mean, you got to give J- Josh McDaniels a lot of credit there. You gotta give him credit.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I mean, the offense is a little bit on the quarterback too so that tells me he's picking it he, he's he's a smart dude so all right i think we're good bd we're good
0: all right guys that's it right nation we're out stay, make sure you stay tuned to the table Online uh film channel marcus and matt are going to be bringing you guys tons of draft content um might not be seeing me for this off season. i might be taking uh, a little hiatus off this focusing on uh my actual day job you know what i'm saying but uh marcus is going to be here matt's going to be here i'll try to check in as much as i can Raider nation we appreciate you guys for tuning in to the your favorite Raiders film channel taped on live that's it peace out peace out guys peace.